Coming up today, we've got some of our favorite book picks from past episodes of Don't Panic. Stick around. We got something for you to read coming up now. Greetings, everyone. Today is Thursday, June 29th, 2017. I'm Sean Jennings, and you're listening to the Coffee and Beer Radio Network. Every Thursday on this program, we play some clips from that week's brand new episode of Game Nights, the Dungeons & Dragons podcast. However, scheduling conflicts prevented us from recording one this week, so instead we've got a special treat. It's some flashbacks from some past Don't Panics. Now, if you're not familiar with Don't Panic, at the end of each episode, each of the three hosts has a pick or something they want to share that they really enjoyed. And today, we're going to pull together three of our picks, one from each host, all centered around books. First up, I share a recent nonfiction read about the history of video games. And I'm going to pick a book. I'm not even going to go with technology. I'm going to go with a book. Uh, it's a really fun one I just read called Console Wars, keeping with our video game theme and sticking with the fine folks at the Nintendo Corporation. Uh, Console Wars tells the story of Sega in the 90s, which, of course, with the the, the Genesis and the... Um, and the Dreamcast, and, and the sort of the things Sega did in the 90s, how they rose to, you know, Nintendo super dominant in the 80s. Going into the 90s, Sega rose to to meet 50% market share with them and, and overtake Nintendo for a very short period of time and then fell right back to earth. One of the best business history books I think I've ever read is exceptionally well written. And even if you're not a big fan of video games, it is a very interesting story of the tech industry at the time. They talk a lot about going to CES. That was back when they had two CESs a year. It's also really interesting. As someone who works for a company that is owned overseas, uh, they talk a lot about working with Sega of Japan versus Sega of America. Just a really, really interesting, fun book. I read it on some uh, airplane rides and uh, greatly enjoyed it. So uh, Console Wars available for uh, paperback and Kindle. Next up, Colby shares his review of a rather popular sci-fi novel all about virtual reality. Yeah, so so in a shocking turn of events, I didn't read a book because Dan said I should read it. But I was going on vacation, I need a book to read, and I've heard people talk about this book called Ready Player One, mostly in the context of like VR news and like the Oculus Rift. It seems to be like, I don't know, people like point at it sort of wistfully or like like the dream um, thinking about what VR could be. And I read it and I enjoyed it, but do not share the, the like uh, weird, like, Oh my God, I want that feelings that people have seem to have about it. I thought the, the like picture of society it paints is like very bleak. Um, I mean, it's basically like this, this near future world where like, Everything has gone to hell. Everything is horrible and people live in like trailer parks and just like go into VR and like the economy is in virtual reality and like the rest of the world like barely functions. I don't know. I thought it was very weird. I did enjoy the story. It it got nice at the end. There was some like hackery computer stuff and it was cool. Uh, I found it a little slow getting started, but I, I liked uh, at one point, like the character kind of comes out of VR and like does some stuff in the real world, which I, I thought was honestly more interesting than than a lot of the VR stuff. The VR the, when in the in the virtual world, it was kind of cool, but they could like do any like almost anything could happen because it was not in the real world. But I, I'm I'm I've come to realize I'm like much more inter- interested in like hard science fiction where there are like, I don't know, like 
real world things. Like I really enjoyed seventies, which was, which was like pretty realistic, uh, to, to like what is, um, I don't know. That's what I like, but I, I think it's worth a read even just to know what people are talking about. I, I did enjoy it. Like I powered through it in a week. So And last up, Dan shares his pick, the sci-fi novel Ancillary Justice. Uh, yeah, so after I finished The Expanse, I think I started reading this book, which I couldn't believe I hadn't picked already, uh, called Ancillary Justice. And it's, a so far, at least a series of three books. And the premise is... Like, in this universe, in this universe, ships can manifest themselves. So there are, like, these warships that have AIs that control them, but they can manifest themselves in these human slaves. But then one of the ships gets cut off from the actual ship itself, so it becomes stuck in this one human. So you follow the point of view of this AI that's stuck in a human body wandering through the universe. Uh, It's super interesting. Uh, really well written, really unique, uh, not too long, uh, Ancillary Justice by Anne Leckie. Uh, you can check it out on Amazon, on Kindle as well, and it'll be on the picks. Don't panic.io slash picks. If you enjoyed those picks, you can get the full list of everything we've ever picked on our website right now at don'tpanic.io. That's all we have for today, but we'll be back tomorrow with some great clips from a brand new episode of Up for Debate. But until then, as always, we appreciate you listening, and we'll see you on Friday. You're listening to the Coffee and Beer Radio Network. Get all our shows, including Don't Panic, Game Nights, and Up for Debate, anytime on our website at coffeeandbeer.tv.